Blog Talk Radio. We assembled here today are issuing a new decree to be heard in every city, in every foreign capital, and in every hall of power. From this day forward, a new vision will govern our land. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. America first. Every decision on trade, on taxes, on immigration, on foreign affairs will be made to benefit American workers and American families. We must protect our borders from the ravages of other countries making our products, stealing our companies, and destroying our jobs. Protection will lead to great prosperity and strength. I will fight for you with every breath in my body, and I will never, ever let you down. When Mexico sends its people, they're not sending their best. They're not sending you. They're not sending you. They're sending people that have lots of problems, and they're bringing those problems with us. They're bringing drugs, they're bringing crime, they're rapists, and some, I assume, are good people. When Mexico sends its people, they're not sending... I am your voice. So to every parent who dreams for their child, and every child who dreams for their future, I say these words to you tonight. I am with you, I will fight for you, and I will win for you. To all Americans tonight, in all of our cities, and in all of our towns, I make this promise. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And we will make America great again. God bless you, and good night. I love you.
are entering the Rory Sauter Show, home of America's Man of the Hour and home of America's biggest Trump supporters. Climb aboard and buckle up your seatbelt because this is a wild ride. Nothing but unfiltered talk and the hardcore truth. Mega, mega, mega. This is the Rory Sauter Show. Just so good to be with you. Oh, my God. Feels amazing. 2017 is almost over. We're going into 2018. What a year it's been. So much has happened. So many amazing things have occurred. So many achievements. With with our President Trump in in the political field, we have so many things that we can be happy about and look forward to and, you know, just give such high praise about is truly remarkable, you know, a year, the the kind of year it's been. You know, President Trump in one year has accomplished more than any president in history by far. There's not even a comparison. Nobody can debate me on that. If you look at all the achievements and all of the accomplishments of President Trump, he's done. He's achieved more, and he's signed more executive orders, and he's and he's passed more bills than any in one year than any president in history. Eighty-one accomplishments that are in twelve major categories, and well over a hundred minor accomplishments. I mean, it, it's huge. I mean, everything that I'm going to be talking to you about today. It's big league, it's huge, it's everything you want to hear, thing that makes America great, it's everything we have been missing for all these years, because all these um, presidential candidates, you know, I mean, there's exceptions, you know, Reagan wasn't crooked, but so many were crooked, so many were out for their own pockets and their own interests, rather than the country. I even blame people, I even blame president, past presidents that are in my own party, in my Republican party. It's not just Democrat presidents that have fucked us and screwed over the country. So there's definitely no sort of bias, you know, uh, you know, with that sort of statement. But I do want to say, um, no, like I said, no president has worked this hard. You know, it, it's it's something that, is is surreal in so many aspects if you think about it, how hard President Trump has worked, how much he's accomplished in such a short time, how much he's put himself on the line and gotten, you know, the American people so much in return and so much rewards and countries respecting us again and making foreign deals with countries that we never thought were possible achieving goals and dreams that we never thought could could happen or come true. I mean, there's so many things that Trump has achieved the impossible on. But I do, I'm going to come back to all of this. I want to start with my opening statement. Something that made national news, uh, it's been making national news the last couple of days, uh, that was, you know, a couple uh, lesbians 
um, filed a lawsuit against some Christian bakers um, because these Christian bakers uh, that own this bakery wouldn't bake these lesbians a cake because it was against their religious beliefs. And, I mean, I'm a Christian myself, and I run, you know, multiple businesses. It is every person's right to refuse doing business with anyone. Nobody can make anyone do business with them. And based on what has occurred in these events, and there's so much controversy around this topic. I get I get, I get it. Every, all the news sources are talking about it. It's this big headline. I understand. I get it. But here's where I'm going. This takes away every sort. This takes away freedom of speech. This takes away the First Amendment in so many different, so many different ways. Because you cannot force someone's, force your beliefs upon someone else and especially their business establishment. They have the right to reject service to anyone they please at any time. This is the American way. Whether you agree it's morally wrong or, you know, it's hateful, you know, whatever you believe, and I I don't believe it's hateful. Everybody has their own beliefs. And this goes into the, you know, the form of entitlement. People want to say, you know, refusing service to a, les- a lesbo couple is hateful. I, I, I don't think it is. If, if, you, if you don't want to associate with somebody because, because of their, because of, you know, beliefs, that's absolutely your right. But who are these lesbian characters to come into this environment and push their beliefs on, on, on Christians and bakers and basically demand. I mean, I know, I know these lesbians won the lawsuit. I get it. You know, it's Oregon. It's very liberal. It's, um, it, it's Oregon in many ways with their political, political beliefs and the way, you know, their realm is um, established. It's a lot like California. It's a lot, a lot of it's un-American in Oregon. You know, they're, I believe Oregon has, um, you know, their biggest city, Portland, is a sanctuary city, if I'm not mistaken. Um, you know, Oregon has always been liberal with so many different laws, very anti-gun. They're all for a, a very pro-abortion. Um, they're very pro-Obama. Uh, um, and, you know, they, they definitely um, enable, um, you know, illegal aliens. Um, you know, and, and, and I saw reports in uh, multiple of their cities there's illegal aliens that are being protected. Um, and, you know, they, they believe in the whole, they strongly enable and condone welfare and food stamps. It's one of those areas. So liberal in so many different ways. I mean, I don't want to get too off topic, but I'm giving you examples of how liberal it is. There's not too much conservatism uh, that goes into uh, the state of Oregon. So I want to get I want to get back to this whole Christian Baker you know thing. It, it, it's just it goes into the entitlement, like I was saying. Like Chris, gays think they can go into churches and push their beliefs 
on, you know, Catholics or whatever your religion may be. Christian, you know, we're all Christians. Yes, Christians. Same category as Christians. So gays think they can go in and tell people, especially in religion, you know, they're very hateful on Christians and, and thinking, you know, they think they can change history, change traditional values. And, you know, they try to, you know, do do all this stuff that it really doesn't make any sense because, you know, Christians, dedicated Christians and fundamentalists don't want, I mean, they, they don't, they don't believe what you believe. And, it, and if they don't believe what you believe, this is to the gay community, why do you want to force yourself into somewhere where you're, you know, unwanted in a lot of ways? Especially when you push the whole gay marriage thing. Especially when you pull the whole, you know, um, you know, I, I expect all this. I deserve all this from the church. They owe me, you know, you know their hate of, of the gay community is unacceptable and shouldn't be tolerated. No, that's not the case. I mean, I, I'm fine with gay people. You know, I'm fine with it. But if you want to try and push your sexual orientation into a church that doesn't believe in doing it, and doesn't believe in it, or a religion that you know it's not their ideology, like who are you to do that? Who are you to change traditional values and, and signature ideas that go back, that, you know, years and years and hit its history? You know, to the gay community that has a problem with Christians and their, and their bakers and their whole philosophy and their churches, go start your own clan. Go start your own religion. Go start your own philosophy. Go do your own thing. Stop pushing your bullshit on Christians and people that don't want to hear it. Like, it's unacceptable, and it's stupid, and it's ridiculous, and it's absolutely pathetic. And you absolutely deserve to be ridiculed if you keep up this entitlement and hate towards the Christian church and think you're owed something. I mean, seriously, who are you? So stop with the entitlement. You know, you don't deserve special treatment. You know, you can't go into religion and try to change their ideology and what they believe. I'm sorry. Same with businesses. All right. Whew. All right. Got got a little uh, excited there, but uh, a little heated. All right. Taking a deep breath. I want to um, have a moment of silence uh, for the for the fire, uh, the biggest fire in New York a city yesterday, uh, multiple dead, and there was even a, a military member that was uh, risked his life to save somebody in the fire. So we can all please have a moment of silence and please remember this. Remember these um, people and these innocent victims that lost their lives so unexpectedly and so in such an unfortunate manner. Amen. Thank you. Thank you all. So I'm really excited to get, you know, into ending 2017 on my show with talking about all huge and big league and amazing and fantastic accomplishments that President Trump has delivered to us, the American people. And every time I talk about our, my, our amazing president, and every time I 
you know, every day it's so exciting. Because like I said this on my, on my show, you know, a couple of days ago, that every day he's delivering on something new. It's a new campaign promise fulfilled and delivered. He, he sleeps five hours a night, and this is a true story. Sleeps five hours a night, and he's back up working, back up making deals, back up on the phone, back up negotiating with, you know, with for with people to to make to, to make to make amazing things happen for the American people. Doing it, I mean, I say it over and over, but it's remarkable. It's absolutely something that is godly. Like it's it's a machine. Donald J. Trump is an unbelievable, profound machine. Best way to describe it. But I want I want to get into, you know, his accomplishments, and in jobs in the economy, for instance, passage of the tax reform bill providing 5.5 billion in cuts and repealing the Obamacare mandate. That is absolutely huge in so many in so many in so many different aspects. I mean, you think about all the money that our government was wasting and throwing away when we could have been utilizing it and putting it towards, you know, American businesses, the economy, trade. I mean, we we could have put this, you know, towards, you know, different, you know, jobs. I mean, so many different things that we could have invested, you know, this in it. And the ta- these tax this cut is huge. This tax reform bill is unbelievable. I talked about it on my show the other day. And, and repealing the Obamacare mandate is abs- was absolutely, you know, it was pivotal. It was absolutely pivotal. And the fact that it got through within a year of Trump being in office um, is absolutely amazing. This allows now, it allows people to, I, I mean, so it's stop being controlled. I mean, stop being controlled by the government. Allows people to have cheaper health insurance. Allows people to have more options. Allows people to, you know, just have, like I said, more options, a variety. A a variety of choice. Lower premiums. Because we all saw the Obamacare premium skyrocketing in multiple states. Multiple states, as high as 200%. And that's, that's the truth. So this is saving taxpayers the American people, so much money and putting so much money back into, into all of our pockets. I mean, I, I couldn't be happier. I mean, this, this is going to, you know, for so many people, ever, and, and people are already seeing the outcome and, and the positivity that this is all creating. I mean, it truly is. It's all visible. Another great thing that's happened, I mean, another thing, increase of the GDP is above 3% now. When Obama, when Barack Hussein Obama left office, the GDP was just, it just barely was over 1%. Just barely. It was actually at 1%. Now it's over 3%, the GDP. Unbelievable. In less than a year, Trump got the GDP from 1% to over 3%. Let that sink in. Let that sink in. Unbelievable. Do you realize what that does for growth? What that does for manufacturing? 
what that does for trade, what that does for all these open door opportunities for our country. Wow. Another thing, creation of 1.7 million new jobs, cutting unemployment to 4.1%, down to 4.1%. I said on the show the other day, unemployment, in, in general, overall, it's the lowest since the 60s. No joke. The lowest since the 60s. Let that sink in. We saw the Dow Jones reach record highs. Yes, we did. Stock market, never before seen numbers. Never before. Everybody said, all the liberals, all the left-wing lunatics said, Trump gets in there. The stock market's going to crash. Everything's going to tank. Everything's going to... People are going to die. Everything, everything's going to be so bad and such a disaster. No, no, no. The complete opposite happened. A rebound in economic confidence to a 17-year high. Economic confidence is now at a 17-year high. Wow. People are buying and people are spending like crazy. People are putting more money back in the economy. People are having more trust and more – they have more belief in, in the way the American economy is moving. You know, we saw with – I mentioned on my show the other day about Christmas time numbers. They were they – hit, they hit an all-time record high for all-time sales in Christmas retail stores. Cyber Monday had an – like I said the other day on my show – had an all-time high for record sales this past Cyber Monday. Unbelievable. Another thing that's a, a total positive accomplishment, a new executive order to boost apprenticeships. That's, gr- that's really a great thing for our youth, firing entrepreneurs, People that want to get started early have all these goals, have all these aspirations, have all these dreams. We can, because if you think about it, millennials and our and our young and our young children and our young people are the future of this country. We have to put, we have to allow them to utilize their talents and their ideas. Because I strongly believe, and we've seen this, this is totally visible and it's totally true, with with their entrepreneur with their entre, with their entrepreneur project, one person can make a difference for millions of people. Look at Facebook, look at Twitter, look at all these various business entities. One person came up with that idea. Yes, they had help. They had people around them. They had people supporting them. But one person started that idea and made it happen for millions of people. It's true. A move to boost computer sciences and education department programs. It's great for our schools. 
prioritizing women owned women owned businesses for some five hundred million in, in small business loans. Small small business administration loans. Very big. You know, I'm all for uh, women entrepreneurs, and I'm all for them utilizing their talents. And um, there's so many women that have so much potential in this world that sometimes aren't. Um, that sometimes you know don't don't take their talents to the next level or don't utilize it properly. And it's great that um, you know there's more people being found and discovered, more women being found and discovered, and active in our in the economy and the business. Uh, field. It's really, really a good thing. More women now active in the in the business field than ever before since Trump came in. So that's huge. Another thing. Another thing Trump is that made happen that is definitely pivotal. Sign an executive order demanding that two regulations be killed for every new one creates. He beat that big and cut 16 rules and regulations for everyone created, saving $8.1 billion. Eight, saving $8 billion. Do you know what this does for our economy? Do you know what this does for the everyday American? Do you know what this does for our businesses and our corporations and everything? This is huge. And we never needed all these regulations. They were so unnecessary. And that all these executive orders that certain presidents were signing, not all of them, but there were, there were certain ones that presidents were signing for their own gain. And they said, obviously, to the American people, it was good and, you know, it was going to benefit them, but it didn't. It just, it just it destroyed. It destroyed certain things in the economy, these previous presidents. And Trump is saving that. He's changing all that. He's getting rid of all this unnecessary, um, you know, regulations that don't belong, cause more headache, cause more friction, cause more complications. Trump has signed 15 congressional regulatory cuts. That is very big. That is very big. Trump withdrew from the Obama-era Paris Climate Agreement, ending the threat of environmental regulations. Now, now let's now think about this, people. The Paris Climate Agreement. I'm really bothered to talk about this a little bit in detail. So I get a lot of the left-wing nuts and the Democrats were furious and very upset when Trump withdrew from the Paris Climate Accord. But do you do, do any of you understand that the U.S. I mean, I, I you know a lot of what the Democrats say to their sheep, their supporters, um, is what is what their supporters want to hear. The Democrats know that they can brainwash and you know say that you know this Paris Accord was so great and, and so wonderful, but we all know it wasn't. The U.S. was paying. So much would be paying so much more into this Paris Climate Agreement than than the other countries would be, and we would not be benefiting the, our economy. We would be losing money, and we would be pouring money into a useless cause, which is climate change. It's a hoax. 
it's a complete it's a complete false narrative that was created by the left wing the left wing the Democrats. And I was I was watching a, a video yesterday uh, from the founder of the Weather Channel, and he was even battling a CNN host saying, "You don't know what you're." I mean, he even said climate change was not real. And he said it's natural science which is occurring in our country and around the world, which is true. New York now has the coldest day of the year for New Year's. It's going to be the coldest New Year's ever. And and liberals are, are, you know, it totally contradicts what, you know, the whole liberal philosophy of what they said about climate change. That's one example of how it contradicts what they said, and it's it's totally uh, hypocrisy. Something else about climate, uh, a, a false a false thing about climate change. They all said the polar ice caps were going to be a big threat, and you know it was going to be so detrimental and fatal. The the ice caps are some of the most they've ever been in Antarctica. They're they're even expanding. Al Gore totally made money, you know, pushing, he was one of the first ones that pushed this climate change narrative and sort of brainwashed the American people. And he's made millions and millions making fools of the idiots that believe it. And then you got Leonardo DiCaprio who makes a ton speaking to liberal sheep. And then he gets on his jet, his Gulfstream jet, which is one, which is one of the worst things that he, you know, he, for, what he calls so-called, you know, what he calls climate change. So it's so easy to read between this bullshit of climate change. That it's such a hoax. Trump is right in every way. Even, even I believed for years that climate change was so fabricated and so the way people described it, it was so exaggerated. It's natural science, people, what's going on with the environment. And in many ways, like I mentioned, like I said, some of the, the polar ice caps are some of the best expanding and are in some of the best shape they've ever been. Moving on, going on to signed an executive order cutting the time for infrastructure permit approvals. That's huge. Now we can push quicker to get our, our bridges and get our, our buildings and, and get all of our positive infrastructure um, done quicker. Put a speed on it. There was no need for all of this prolonging and all of this procrastinating by the Obama administration and previous presidents. And Trump's already putting into place, like I mentioned the other day, a one, mil, a one trillion, one trillion infrastructure proposal at the start of this year, at the start of next year, in January, a month away, which is going to be huge. That's one of many examples that's going to, you know, I mean, our infrastructure, Trump has already done so much with our infrastructure, but that's just another thing. And there's so many other proposals that will be presented with infrastructure in 2018. And Trump has said that. Um, Eliminated an Obama rule on, on streams that Trump felt unfairly targeted the coal industry. Yes, it's another big thing and pivotal move. That was necessary for our economy. You think about these people in West Virginia and Pennsylvania and these these states, these coal miner states, they're back in business. They're back doing work. They're back making money. 
They're back making moves. They're back doing what they love doing, and it's all thanks to Trump. Under Obama, Obama wasn't an advocate. Obama wasn't a fan of these coal mines. Obama didn't, you know, give enough positivity, and, he, and there were a lot of coal mines out of business and, you know, in disarray because of Obama, the Obama administration. So you think about how this affects families and everyday lives of thousands and thousands and thousands of individuals and people that have their careers in the coal industry. And for business owners, this is big. And for the economy. When you have positive coal and you have, you know, it, it's flowing and you have, you know, it all, all in business in these states, it, it makes a better economy. It all it contributes in, in many ways. Let's go into fair trade. This is, a, this is a big, this is a big one, which was a total disaster. This was a Bernie, um, this was a Bernie uh, thing that Bernie was a big advocate for, and the TPP was a total, uh, you know, political. Um, it was a, it was totally a deal and bill that would take advantage of the U.S. economy. In similar ways, the Paris Accord was. The TPP wasn't, we weren't going to gain anything out of the TPP. It was the proper thing for Trump to withdraw from it. And there were even numbers that showed if we stayed in the TPP, over years, we would more debt would be accumulated. So we would, the economy not only would have been paying all this money, we would have also been losing money. It would have not have benefited us. There was no positives that would have came out of it. Another thing Trump did that was positive, opened up the North American Free Trade, free trade Agreement for talks to better the deal for the U.S. Absolutely one of the biggest things. This is one of the biggest. If you look at the way NAFTA was put together, and orchestrated by Bill, by Bill Clinton, it's a total disaster. There were certain things, yes, there were certain things initially, in the 90s when he signed this that benefited the economy, and a few years after that, okay. But long term, Bill Clinton and his administration knew NAFTA was, go, was, I mean, was going to badly affect the United States. And it has. It has in so many ways. And what this does, this allows Trump now to open up negotiations for NAFTA to better our economic numbers with the NAFTA deal. Reconstruct the plan a little bit. We need to benefit more on this. Because there are good things and positive pros and, and ideologies attached to this NAFTA agreement that are good. But a lot of it was bad. And it is bad. That needs to be changed. So this being dealt with and, and Trump taking the, the initiative and action on this um, really, really is beneficial to our economy. And it's going – it's a huge lucrative opportunity once this renegotiate, renegotiations take place. Unbelievable. And this is one of the first things that Trump took action on, which was so important, and I'm so glad he did. 
I've been looking, I've been looking and reading and uh, you know paying attention a lot to this NAFTA and, and what and what it what it what it entails and how it needs to be changed and, and there's there, there's a lot there's a lot that needs to be reworded and, and restructured. There's also good stuff to it. Majority of, majority of it's bad though, like I said, but this will allow strong economic returns in our economy with other with with Canada and Mexico and this will allow us to strongly prevail. And you know our our numbers will you know be more than fair because with Trump's negotiation skills we're going we will have a surplus with this. There's no doubt about it. We will be strongly winning. Another thing Trump did that was positive. Work to bring companies back to the US and companies like Toyota Huge, Mazda, Broadcom Limited, and Foxconn announced plans to open U.S. plants, and they've already started uh, putting it all together. Those are some of the biggest companies on the planet, and they want to come back to the U.S. because of Trump and because of how they know the economy is now stronger than ever, and how they're going to benefit with this 21% corporate tax rate. Oh, my God, it's unbelievable. All these companies that, that at one point, some of them said they were never coming back, now are coming back and want to do more business here, some of them, than ever before. This is unbelievable, people. The opportunities, the money flow. I mean, the, the economic, you know, stance and, and how lucrative this is for the economy. The biggest companies are some of the biggest companies, like I said. And these are hundreds of millions and, and billions of dollars they are putting back in, into our economy with these U.S. plants. And that's so, I mean, look, listen to those numbers. Hundreds of millions and hundreds of billions, big accomplishment, made enforcement of U.S. trade laws, especially those that involve national security, a priority. Absolutely, 100%. You know, we need to know at all times uh, what's, what's going on, you know, with, with foreign entities and who we're trading with and what, what is exactly, you know, everything that uh, it entails, you know, because we've been ripped off by foreign entities for far too long. And some of these, um, yes, some of these can be a national security risk. It absolutely can. So another huge thing, Trump ended Obama's deal with Cuba. That's a big one. That's a big one. It's another big one. We're a little low on time, and I want to get to all this. So... I'm going to keep going. Okay. Here we go. Another, oh, here's one. The Department of Interior, which has led way in cutting regulations, opened plans to lease 77 million acre, acres in the Gulf of Mexico for oil and gas drilling. Wow, that's going to bring billions to our economy. And what it's going to do for that, 
that is huge. One of the biggest deals with oil drilling ever and gas drilling. Another accomplishment, Trump traveled the world to promote the sale and, and use of U.S. energy. We're doing a great job with that, way better than the Obama numbers and way, uh, a way better curriculum and way better structure than the Obama administration ever had with energy. We're expanding energy infrastructure projects like the Keystone Pipeline, snubbed by Obama. We, we, we remember when Obama took that away. And we remember when, I mean, the numbers with the Keystone Pipeline are pivotal to our economy. It made no sense why the Obama administration took that away from us. Another sort, another thing, another way, I mean, that's another way, that's another thing of corruption with the Obama administration. Trump ordered the Environmental Protection Agency to kill Obama's clean power plan. That's a big accomplishment. And it was nothing was clean about it. EPA is reconsidering Obama's rule on methane emissions. Okay. Moving on. Um, Protecting the U.S. homeland. Laid out new principles for reforming immigration and announced plan to end chain migration, which lets one legal immigrant to bring in dozens of family members. Yeah, absolutely unacceptable. We cannot, as taxpayers, allow and afford all these illegal aliens to come into our country. They cost us billions and billions of dollars a year, and it's and they get food stamps, they get welfare, they get American treatment. We don't get to go to their country and get this sort of treatment. Unacceptable. Absolutely so necessary that Trump put that in place. Made progress to build the border wall. It's happening. Construction's already um, put, in, put in place. Ended the Obama-era catch and release of illegal immigrants. Yeah, what a disaster. The Obama administration is responsible for many illegal immigrants walking free and, and allowing them to walk the streets after they've committed several crimes. And they come back into our country after they've been deported several times, and they come back. We've seen, the, seen many stories on that. Trump boosted the arrest of illegals inside the U.S., record numbers. Trump doubled the number of counties participating with immigration and custom enforcement charged with deporting illegals. So big, we need to keep our Amer- American citizens safe and get as many illegals out of here as possible. They need to do it the right way, like you, like immigrants have in the past. They come here, they do the paperwork, they do, they become a legal citizen the proper way. Another thing, double the number of, oh no, uh, remove 36% more criminal gang members than in 2016, which was when Obama was in office. Trump removed 36% more than the last time Obama was in office. Wow. So that's a big difference. Started the end of the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrival program. Yeah, we can't give people a free ride. Ditto for uh, other amnesty programs like Deferred Action for Parents of Americans. Tracking down on some 300 sanctuary cities that defy ICE but still get federal dollars. Uh, Absolutely necessary. We cannot allow sanctuary cities to be in place. It protects illegal rapists. We've seen walk free. We've seen murderers in these sanctuary cities. And it's all for political reasons. These Democrats have these sanctuary cities and protect illegals. It's for no other. They, they claim it's to have a big heart. Bullshit. It's for political reasons. It's, it's so absurd that American citizens aren't put first 
in the eyes of Democrats. Added some 100 new immigration judges. That's big. Protecting communities. Just announced grants of $98 million to fund, to fund 802 new, 802 new cops. That's big. We've got to protect our law enforcement. They put our, their life on the line every day for us, and we owe our dedication to them and our, and our gratitude. Justice worked with Central American nations to arrest and charge 4,000 MS-13 members. Unbelievable. That's record numbers to ca- for capturing MS-13. Under Obama, most of them were walking free, and most of them weren't targeted. Unbelievable that th- these numbers under Trump, how he made a difference in such a year. Homeland rounded up nearly 800 MS-13 members, an 83% one-year increase under the Trump administration. Trump signed three executive orders aimed at cracking down on internal international criminal organizations. Attorney General, Attorney General Jeff Sessions created a new National Public Safety Partnership, a cooperative initiative with cities to reduce violent crimes. That's big. Accountability. Trump has nominated 73 federal, federal judges and won his nomination of Neil Gorsuch to the Supreme Court. Neil Gorsuch is huge and such it is the be- probably, probably the top five, one of the top five uh, federal judges ever in political history. Everybody gives him credit. He gives so much praise. He has a strong background. He has so much credibility, an amazing resume. So congrats. Thank you, Trump. Ordered ethical standards, including a lobbying ban. Thank you, Trump. Called for a comprehensive plan to reorganize the executive branch. Ordered an overhaul to modernize the digital government. Love it called for a full audit of the Pentagon and its spendings. So necessary. That is so big. The government spends so much money and wastes so much money on useless ventures. It's not even funny. It's not even funny. They spend hundreds of thousands and millions of, of dollars on stuff that doesn't even matter. For instance, they spent nearly $100,000 trying to find out if Kenyan farmers know how to use Facebook. Think about that, people. Our government's wasted our tax dollars trying to find out if Kenyan farmers can use Facebook. Spent almost $100,000. Atrocious. Combating opioids. This is huge. Opioids are such a a horrific and such a fatal epi- and terrible epidemic in our country. First, the president declared a nationwide public health emergency on opioids. Love it. His Council of Economic Advisors played a role in, de- in determining that overdoses are underreported by as much as 24%. Wow. The Department of Health and Human Services laid out a new five-point strategy to fight the crisis. Justice announced it was scheduling fentanyl substances as a drug class under the Controlled Substances Act. Justices started a fraud crackdown, arresting more than 400. The administration added $500 million to fight the crisis. That, that's pivotal. We need to fight the opioid, opioid epidemic. Many of us have lost loved ones, friends, to the, to the terrible disease. On national drugs, Take back day, the Drug Enforcement Agency collected 456 tons. Ugh. Protecting life. This is big. This is so important. This is so amazing. I'm so glad. So much relief. 
In his first week, Trump reinstated and expanded the Mexico City policy that blocks some $9 billion in foreign aid being used for abortions. Trump worked with Congress on a bill overturning an Obama regulation that blocks states from defunding abortion providers. Another thing, published, Trump published guidance to block Obamacare money from supporting abortion. We all know the abortion philosophy and the way it's put into place in, in many aspects is so taken advantage of. It's disgusting. It's horrific. Uh, you know, some of the stories you see with fetuses being sold and, and some of the procedures they they put in place with these Planned Parenthood um, entities. And so, you know, it's so, so corrupt stories that have came out. Helping veterans, another big category, signed the Veterans Accountability and Whistleblower Protection Act to allow senior officials in the Department of Veteran Affairs to fire failing employees and establish safeguards to protect whistleblowers. So important. Snowden is one example of somebody that should be protected and helped uh, by some of the secrets he, he gave to our government. So that's a big thing. I got to move along quick because we're running out of time. But Trump signed the Veterans Appeals Improvement and Modernization Act, which is big, signed the Harry W. w. Colmery Veterans Educational Assistance Act to provide support. Trump signed the VA Choice and Quality Employment Act of 2017 to authorize $2.1 billion in additional funds for the Veterans Choice Program. Trump created a VA hotline, had the VA launch an online access and quality tool, providing veterans with a way to access wait time and quality of care data. Trump, with VA Secretary Dr. David Shulkin, announced three initiatives to expand access to health care for veterans using tele, telehealth technology. Love it. Categories, promoting peace through strength. Trump directed the rebuilding of the military and ordered a new national strategy and nuclear posture review. Trump worked to increase defense spending. Trump empowered military leaders to seize the initiative and win, reducing the need for a White House sign-off on every mission. Trump directed the revival of the National Space Council to develop space war strategies. Trump elevated U.S. Cyber Command into a major warfighting command. Trump withdrew from the U.N. Global Compact on Migration, which Trump saw a threat to borders. So important. Trump imposed a travel ban on nations that lack border and anti-terrorism security. Trump saw ISIS lose virtually all of its territory. 98% under Trump in one year. Trump pushed for strong action against global outlaw North Korea and its development of nuclear weapons. Trump announced a new Afghanistan strategy that, strengthen, that strengthens support for our U.S. forces at war with terrorism. NATO increased support for the war in Afghanistan. Trump approved a new Iran strategy plan that focused on neutralizing the country's influence in the religion. Trump ordered missile strikes against a Syrian air base using a chemical weapons attack, preventing the, sub the chemical attacks by announcing a plan to detect them better and warned of future strikes if they were used. Trump ordered new sanctions on the dictatorship in Venezuela. We saw, we've seen how badly Venezuela has been affected with their economy and socialism. People are starving. Women are uh, working as prostitutes just so they can feed themselves. You know, people are in the streets demanding food and demanding help, 
from the government in, in Venezuela, and people are dying, starving. Bodies are being found on the street in Venezuela. It's so terrible. It's, it's, it's atrocious. Another category, which is big, restoring confidence in and respect for America. Trump won the release of Americans held abroad, often using his personnel relationships with world leaders. Trump made good on a campaign promise to recognize Jerusalem as the capital of Israel. And we all saw how all these past presidents promised to make Jerusalem the capital of Israel, and they never fulfilled and, and delivered on their promise. Trump delivered on that promise within one year of being in office. Within one year. Within one year. Think about that, people. Let that sink in. Trump conducted a historic 12-day trip through Asia, winning new cooperative deals. On the trip, he attended three regional summits to promote American interests. So important. Trump traveled to the Middle East and Europe to build new relationships with world leaders. If we all we all saw how Trump made new economic deals with China. He made deals with all these different foreign nations and trade deals and all these things that are benefiting the US. He made deals with all these different, you know, foreign entities. And all these people wanna Respect Trump. India respects Trump now. The Philippines respects Trump now. China rolled out a red carpet for Trump. Poland loves Trump. The people, so many, the people of Vietnam love Trump. All visible. I mean, the effect that Trump's making on not just the United States, but the world. It's surreal and absolutely remarkable. I mean, that's an understatement. Words can't even describe. I know I've said it so many times, but wow. I mean, we've got hundreds of millions, hundreds of billions worth of deals from foreign countries under Trump within a year. I've never seen this with any other president have this sort of success and these sort of amazing relationships with foreign entities. It's unbelievable. Everybody is respecting us and everybody around the world is, oh my God, they're, they're mesmerized and they're, they're just, Trump is their hero. We just saw China put out statues for Trump. We just saw Israel name a train station after Trump. Wow. Another Amazing thing. Trump traveled to Poland and on to Germany for the G20 meeting where he pushed against, again, for funding of women entrepreneurs. So any of these left-wing feminists, whack jobs, you know, we all know. I mean, conservatives and rational people know feminists. Feminism and the ideology is entitlement. It's anti-men. It's so one-sided. It's so irrational. It, 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 you know, their actions contradict many, many things of what they say they believe. And, you know, when they say that Trump doesn't care about women and he's against women rights, I just named multiple things throughout my, my list of Trump accomplishments that benefits women and that puts women in, in such a positive uh, position. 
So nothing could be further from the truth when left-wing wackos and feminists say Trump is against women and Trump is sexist and all this bullshit they spew. So stop it. All right. But that list was something. I mean, it's surreal. It's unbelievable. It's amazing. It's remarkable. It's so profound. We are honestly the most powerful we've ever been, this country. Economic-wise, military-wise, categories go on. We are out of time, but I do want to say before I go, my closing statements, God bless you all. I wish you all a very happy and blessed new year and have a great, have a great new year's Eve tomorrow night. 2018 is only a few days away. I can't wait to come back on my show on Tuesday and talk to you all. And, and, and we'll have a huge show. I'm already starting to plan it. We have a lot to talk about that I didn't even get to today that I'll talk about on my next show. But um, anyways, um, have a great, have a great, like I said, have a great New Year's Eve. God bless you all. And I'll see you guys on Tuesday. Much love. Cheers, everybody. Bye for now. Hey guys, thank you for watching the Rory Sauter Show, home of America's Man of the Hour and home of America's Biggest Trump Supporter. Be sure to follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. I'll see you tomorrow, everybody. Cheers.